This is an Area Code podcast. Um, as a side note, I was listening to Beth Moore on a podcast today, and she made mm-hmm. the most amount of background noise I've ever heard on a podcast. Oh, no. I think it sounded like she was wearing like 12 bracelets and gesturing with her arms the whole time. It was like what someone was shaking a maraca. Like, oh, no. The <laughs> but oh. Beth Moore is perfect, so it's fine. Hi, I'm Richard Clark. And I'm Bethany Perkins. We can't stop talking about the Enneagram. So we decided to start a podcast where we get it all out of our system. We're not experts. We're just obsessed. It's No Chill Enneagram. A safe space for Enneagram fanatics. And a really dumb idea for a podcast. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode. I am here as usual with Bethany Perkins. Hey Bethany. Hey Richard. Uh, you had a good day today? <laughs> um, it was a day. <laughs> should, should I not reference the time you cried at work? I mean, it's fine. It, okay. People can know I cried at work. That's okay. alright. <laughs> But was it was it wasn't a super bad cry, right? It was like a cathartic cry. It was a cathartic cry that continued into my car away from the people that turned into a super bad cry. But now I feel better. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that you had to cry to feel better. Thank you. It's okay. Um we we have a very special guest today. You know our last episode, and it's it's stuck in my brain, so I have to address it. I, instead of very special episode, I said... A special, special very episode. Special very episode. <laughs> and I'm so mad at you for not stopping what? me in well, that moment. Well, I laughed moment. at you when you said that, if that I counts. know you laughed, but I didn't realize what you were laughing at I'm until sorry. it was okay. too late. I will be anyway. more ruthlessly critical of you in the moment. <laughs> well, today is not a very special episode, but we do have a special very guest, <laughs> Shannon Whitehead. Um, Shannon, welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah, Shannon, you are a number what? Five. So I bet you guys thought it would never happen that we would <laughs> yeah. finally get to five because we've had like three dodges <laughs> after our four episode, um, but we finally got to it. And it was so funny, like Bethany and I, as we're planning, we, we've been like having a heck of a time scheduling people and we were like, yeah. if we don't get to five soon, we're going to get like our heads are going to be on sticks. <laughs> yeah, I feel there like. will yes. be a mutiny. Yeah, We've been and all the, the fives tweets. were gonna write open letters, very long. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> myself included. They like, and they, I. Well, the funny thing is, I bet fives are just like trying, like digging into all of our social media accounts and stuff. Look, like, and, and our comments and our replies to people <laughs> yeah. for any sign that it's coming anytime soon. Right, they might have seen our Twitter combo. Oh, that's true. Maybe that. <laughs> maybe that's what. Maybe that's why they're not killing us yet. <laughs> yeah. They, know they, knew, they knew their time was coming. Awesome. Well, Shannon, thanks so much for joining us. Tell us like briefly a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, all of that. 
cool. Um, well, I work in content, so I work with all of the words. It's great. Um, every I, word. Every word. Every I want them to all one. either be written by me or something of that nature. It's awesome. Um, and I am originally from North Carolina, which you will probably hear. I forgot about that with the whole podcast thing. I'm like, everybody is going to hear the Eastern North Carolina in my voice. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be great. Awesome. Um, and, but That's I live right. in the Atlanta, Georgia area now. So very cool. which is very recent. I'm a big Atlanta fan. I'd Are love you? to live there one day. Yeah. Yes. It's Atlanta. a lot of fun. I so grew up fun. three hours South of Atlanta in Alabama. And that oh, was cool. like, that was the big city. It was a big deal. I went to a lot of <laughs> concerts and mosh pits. And I, yeah. I, love, <laughs> I, I love that. That's a very Southern thing to say. Like we're going into the city, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Totally. Well, before we get really down to it, we're going to type <laughs> reviews. I think it's important for us to do that because here's the deal. <laughs> we need you guys to review the show. Bethany, we haven't gotten a lot of reviews lately, and it's made me what feel bad heck? inside. Yeah, me too. Um, so come on, guys. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> review our show, please. Yeah. Um, and then we'll type you, and it'll be fun. And you yeah. might even get someone like Shannon Whitehead to to participate. <laughs> mm-hmm. I should go leave a review. Speaking of participating, I should go leave. Uh, one oh myself. wow, yeah. good idea. Here, I go ahead. We'll wait. It's be, yeah, right. It'd be it'd be funny <laughs> if I did it under like a fake name. It's like that, you know, country bumpkin y'all had up there. That five y'all should have. <laughs> <laughs> now you literally that have to do it. <laughs> so Bethany, why don't you start with the first one? Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. 10 out of 10 recommend praise hands. Funny. (laughs) Witty. (laughs) A safe space for people who have gone too far down the Enneagram rabbit hole. I appreciate how the hosts combine humor with genuinely good content. Thank you so much. Integrating opportunities for growth with an overall fun listening experience. I've also never felt more like a two since listening to the two episode. I think there are two. Thanks yep. for talking about the nuances of our two-ness that aren't always represented in type descriptions. You're welcome. Uh, M. Tizzle 509. All right. <laughs> well, this next this next uh, review puts a lot of pressure on us. It's titled, Overflowing Enthusiasm That I Hope Is Reciprocated. Oh, so this is the amazing one that we talked about with the nine points. Oh, yeah, we have each number. However, we need to revisit it because when we talked about it before, we said nine or five. You know, like we always say. Yeah, nine (laughs) or five. Yeah, one of those. Um, I think we said nine because they merge. Yeah, and she responded on Twitter and was like, nope, try again. But she said that (laughs) she has a three wing. So I am confident. I think she's a two. I think it's two, too, because the two really connected with me. The number two mm-hmm. says, you will be encouraged to help others find their number and unlock deep and potential truth in their lives. However, you will cringe every time they say it's a dumb idea for a <laughs> podcast because you know it's not. It's a smart idea for a podcast. And you need them to recognize the greatness in themselves so they can believe in themselves and change the yes. world. That, that made me it feel It made me things, feel so man. good. And the title... It says that I hope is reciprocated, and twos are all about like reciprocation. Good yep. point. So Very we nailed it. You're a two. Sorry, we got it wrong the, <laughs> the first <second> time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next one is titled "They Break the Rules." It's by Steph Photo. 
11. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the Enneagram, I am definitely no chill. I love this fun and lighthearted take. They can laugh at themselves. They can laugh at you. That's true. And I love how they break the rules in typing things and ranking the numbers. Sometimes we just need to have fun and break the oh, rules. Yes. Type me. Okay, who's obsessed <laughs> with breaking rules? <laughs> seven, seven. Right? Shannon, you agree? Yeah, I was going to guess either seven or maybe even six. Oh. For this one. Six. Counterphobic six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, screw you and break the rules. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, Bethany, what's the next Good one? job from Holly. Thanks. Five <laughs> pumpkins. Um, <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yes. Thank you for offering such a fun and lighthearted perspective on the Enneagram. I'm obsessed too. To be honest, I'm only giving you a review because I want you to type me. Don't check Twitter because I already mentioned it. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I don't remember. We don't remember Twitter, don't remember. so we, we definitely check it all the time, but <laughs> we don't remember it. Yeah, so not much to work with here. <laughs> <laughs> well, they unequivocally said good job, so they're not a one. Right. I was going to throw out nine. Hmm. <laughs> Could be nine. Could be. Why do you say nine? They were just so pleasant. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it is pleasant. That's true. Yeah, That's a good point. Yeah, makes me feel just at peace around this That's good. review. Okay. Oh, there you go. You're a nine. Okay. Uh, send us your tweet to let us know if we did it right. Uh, last one. Type me, I dare you. Five stars from Ra- Ratro33. Ratro33? I'm going to say Ratro. Yeah. Okay. Like Scooby-Doo saying <laughs> Rachel. Ratro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys rock. Thanks for bringing levity and humility to an awesome tool that we can sometimes get a little wonky. (laughs) Your fresh perspective and humor is really welcome. Keep them coming. Also, would be cool if you guys did guys and girls of the same type in the same episode to compare notes. (laughs) I don't know about that one. My one-year-old loves your rad tunes. Love the 80s vibes. Shout out to (laughs) Lee Rosevere, the podcast music Uh guy extraordinaire who you will hear on every podcast in the world. Because he just makes music for podcasts. Like, literally. I think that's the name of his albums. (laughs) Music Um, for podcasts? Volume 1 through, like, 47 or whatever. That's great. It's a cool job. Yeah, no kidding. I dare you to type me. That feels like an eight. I, yeah, I'm thinking like that feels like an eight or a seven. And they're trying to tell us what to do. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so they're an eight. Not a, not a nine wing. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. They're an, an eight. eight. That's an eight in my. Opinion. Yeah. All right. Eight vibes there. Retro. All right. So Shannon Whitehead, you know the question we're about to ask you. How bad has it gotten? How bad is your obsession with the Enneagram? It has gotten so bad that when you ask me what I do, <laughs> instead of saying <laughs> content director for Church Fuel, I was thinking, I talk about the Enneagram all day with my coworkers. Mm-hmm. That's my job. Yes. Um, <laughs> what do you do from nine to five? I talk about the Enneagram um, and I type my coworkers. That's that's what I and do. And your boss Same. is like, this is not in your job description. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is banned. <laughs> no more Ennea talk. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely tried. That was my whole, every time I read an Enneagram book, which is very five-ish, I'm sitting there trying to like type everyone in my life. Oh, yeah. So I have like a, for- mm-hmm. so I have like a formula for them, Ooh. you know? So that's probably Wait, why I like the Wait, you have a secret so typing much. formula? 
No, I just like having a formula for people, which sounds super terrible, oh, and I know it's I not healthy. Ooh. But like, wow. it, that's probably a five indication because we want to understand everything, yeah. you know. And so, yeah, you want to make a science me, out of it, right? It gives me like a shape for people. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of know, but you can't put everyone into like a little box or whatever, I guess. But wait, I want to know concretely <laughs> what this looks like. So, you have formulas for each number, basically, like how to interact with them. Sort of, or at least that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. That's yeah. my goal. You're going to win a Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> if you keep up with this. For Enneagramming? Like that would be great. <laughs> yeah. You should, for like sitting down and writing out, when this number with this wing is mad at you, this is what to say to them. Right. Like, don't don't blame them or fives. Don't cut them out of your life. It was just their two wing for a while. Just leave it alone. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Man, that would be cool. So yes. That's a that's a book idea. Any of formulas. Yes. <laughs> Just like a math textbook, but with Enneagram stuff. That is amazing. So, yes, exactly. Except that I hate math, but these are the only these are the numbers that I am okay yeah, with. Yeah, these Other are the that, only give me all the words. These are the only numbers that matter, honestly. Cool. Well, that was how bad has it has it gotten. It sounds like it's gotten pretty bad, Shannon. <laughs> uh please so, don't lose your job. Yeah. No. I do I do I do work things as well sometimes. Oh, good. Yeah. So us okay. too. All right, what's your wing again? Six. Six. So that probably helps you better at work than a four wing. <laughs> I would think a four would just keep talking about it, probably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like I'm serving a unique role here. <laughs> right. My unique um, role is to type everyone. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't like it, you don't love me anymore. <laughs> um. Okay. So the next segment we have is called. <laughs> Are fives always right? Yes. Next segment. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh! All the fives I know like truly believe that, and and tell me often that they're always right. <laughs> so the theory here is no, you don't understand. We've done the research. Yes. Right. Is this your experience, Shannon? Yeah, I would. I would have to say so. I've had some friends where I have to convince them that. If I said no to something, like my yes is yes and my no is no. And if I say no, you can trust that I have thought about it for a very long time. (laughs) And I have done the research and I have come to an informed decision Mm -hmm. for why I'm saying yes or why I'm saying no. And so it's like, how are you telling me that I'm wrong here? Because... I, don't, I just don't understand. <laughs> I am honestly confused. Um, <laughs> like, where's your research, you know? Um, oh, where this your reminds receipts? me. <laughs> I remember in high school, for some reason, this flashed into my brain. I just suddenly remembered telling people, of course I'm not wrong. Like, if I felt I, like, like someone was telling me I should be open to being wrong. And I was like, why would I do that? <laughs> If I say if I say something is is right, I'm not like I wouldn't say that if I thought it might be wrong. Like right. that doesn't make any sense. To oh me. gosh, I do this but really cute like- thing where I'll say like, oh, you know, or I could be wrong. Like I f- I'm open to being wrong. You know, it's totally fine. I'm like, no, that's li- I'm lying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, I'm like not blatantly lying. I'm like, I probably in some way I probably think like, oh, I am open to being wrong here but no i'm like i am pretty firm in what i said (laughs) yeah i do trust like the fives in my life very much i think they've nine times out of ten done more research on it than i have yeah that's true oh 
I'm sure we fives love to be trusted mm-hmm. too. So it was like, take my word for it kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm sure, well, at least I know for me, fives at work probably love to be trusted with what they've been given, you know? So it's kind of like, mm. tell me what you want done and I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it well. Yes. Um, and just trust me with, you know, trust that I'm going to do it well. And and the irony here is fives don't always trust people. Right, which is <laughs> funny. <laughs> Hypocrite fives. <laughs> well, it's fair enough because you know that not everyone approaches things with the uh, diligence. Maybe so, yeah. Competency that right. you do. Yeah. Yeah. Diligence is definitely a good word. Um, mm. And competency is hard for me too because most of the time if I don't trust someone with something or someone criticizes me with something, which I know is something that we should all work on, but I'll think like, oh, okay, well, how competent do I feel like this person is? <laughs> um, right. How diligent have they been in like what they're actually trying to tell me to do kind of thing? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it sounds like you really need to delegate some things to us uh, <laughs> yes. to do something. I'm sure that we have earned your trust over the last several episodes of this podcast. I'm sure of it. So we've come up with a nice segment for you. And this is in reference to the fact that fives, fives tend to um, have a hard time making decisions. Is that your experience, Shannon? I think normally when I have a hard time making a decision, it's because I'm too busy trying to make sure I make the right decision. Yes. Not because I necessarily think I'm going to, I don't know. Like, I guess I get stuck in the research phase, mm-hmm. which sounds pretty yeah. obvious. Like I'm not, I haven't made a decision because I've been weighing my options for a month. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> That's what we mean. So it sounds like you have a need. <laughs> okay. I see. Yeah. 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 Okay. So this uh, name of this segment is called let us make some decisions for you. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Here's how we here's how we do this segment. You tell us some decisions you're trying to make, and we're just gonna make them yep. for you. It's gonna be easy. Okay. Um, we'll even we'll even like do show our work, <laughs> so you know that we've been diligent. But we're happy to just like make the decision um, and and move mm-hmm. on, as opposed to maybe a five foot, how a five foot. Gotcha. Okay, well, off the top of my head, which is the least five thing I could say, off the top of my head is very hard for me. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I'm thinking about having a self-instituted book buying ban because I, not banned like a boy ban, but like ban, ban. like I'm banning myself from buying books. Yeah. A book um, band is a great idea. A book boy band is a really good idea. That's excellent. So in this time, I have gotten a book idea and a band idea. This is great. Um, (laughs) but I was looking at all the like the ridiculous amount of books that I bought in the past few months Mm -hmm. and I was organizing them and thinking okay well I'll just go through the end of September and but now I'm thinking why don't maybe I should do longer Mm. and not tell anyone because I enjoy (laughs) not telling people things and also Because it kind of makes me feel like if I only do like a month and don't tell anyone, well, it's on a podcast now, so I guess obsolete. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't feel as incompetent <laughs> here. Like, oh, okay, uh-huh. well, maybe I've been irresponsible and I should probably chill out here with buying the books. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like I, I just got a. I feel like I just got a glimpse into a five mind in a way that really warped my ability to make this decision. <laughs> How so? Because the way you, you framed that was not binary at all. It was very much like I'm trying to. You started it like I'm trying to decide whether to do this thing, and then it became but maybe longer. <laughs> and do I tell yeah. anyone that yeah. I'm doing this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of 
being like, should I? Because it's almost like oh if you if you admit gosh. you have a problem, then you probably have a problem. <laughs> so if I don't say anything and maybe just, <laughs> I don't know, and just like do it for a month, low key. <laughs> okay. I'll feel All better right. about myself. <laughs> so this is really a series of decisions. That's the first thing to identify. Yeah. I guess five faces series of high stakes decisions. <laughs> That they're that this is the problem is if I'm a four I would just go I'm gonna do a book ban and then I would like start to do it and then in the middle I'd be like wait how long is this (laughs) (laughs) and also I would blurt it out on Twitter as opposed to thinking at all about who should know or not know but fives are like thinking of every implication of every Mm -hmm. decision fascinating yeah all right, Bethany, please make all those okay, decisions. Okay, I can. It's easy. <laughs> yes, okay. you should extend it longer than hmm. a month. Because it sounds like a month isn't going to be that much of a challenge for you. Probably not. Yeah, you can do a month. Mm, yeah, you want to stretch yourself. Yeah. What if... It, okay, it's September. So what if you did not buy any new books until the end of the year? I was afraid you were going to say that. <laughs> um <laughs> And then it can be like, it'll be like, you've waited so long. Happy New Year's to me. Buy a bunch more books. Or Merry Christmas. Or Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. That too. Yeah, Christmas That's is close good. enough Christmas to the end of the year. Um, that is terrifying. And then as for should you tell anyone, yes. Just automatically, like, should a five tell something to someone else? Yes, they should. Oh, good point. <laughs> really? Point. Yes. Yeah, that's Put that in your formula. Yeah. <laughs> five should tell other people things. Even if it doesn't seem necessary to you, it may be to other people to know what's going yeah. on oh, with goodness. you. I feel like all the fives listening are cringing right now. <laughs> our formula is normally like, okay, should I talk to someone about this no i should think about it for three months yeah, is what i should just do. internally um, not even i should write it down i should do a research paper yes um <laughs> so yeah uh do you have any other decisions you're trying to make hmm. that one has been on my mind for a long time so that one just came off the top of my head mm-hmm. i hmm. feel like we solved it for we you too it. so i feel i'm fairly good about this i have an idea what's a decision you have to make tomorrow i don't know i mean in a shallow way, like my first decision is always, what's the best outfit for today? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Like I told Great. you about my brief, I'm going to take this one. My brief stint <laughs> in fashion merchandising. Oh, yeah. Because I dress, I do everything according to my mood. I like every, like my books, like my a lot of my reading friends, they have a TBR, like a to be read list. I don't do mm-hmm. lists. Like I read whatever I feel like reading. So if I finish something and I'm like, I don't have the brain, like the capacity, I'm not in the mood for this. I'll choose something completely out of left field that I wasn't planning on reading. And I do the same thing when I get dressed in the morning. Hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not really feeling today. So let's go with all black <laughs> um, or something like that. So I don't know. I mean, tomorrow I just need to be very productive and i'm not really sure what i want to look like tomorrow. all right perfect i've got it okay. i want you to wear an all white like business suit and it's like it's, it's so funny because it's right after labor day too i mean yeah that that's I, the idea i know that's, I want, which is hilarious who even not owns that we care about that? rules like <laughs> right i'm gonna have to go shopping after yeah. this yeah that's fine. 
I made that decision okay. for you too. What to do after this podcast? We can compromise on lighter colors. Yeah, we're lighter colors. Something colors. lighter. That works. Okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll feel like more light and airy and productive tomorrow if I don't go in there looking like gloom and doom. Yeah. That's then. perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I think I think here's the thing we learned, right? We 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 sort of like vacuumed the stakes out of these decisions is how I what I feel like we did. Like Right. It doesn't matter so much. Just let someone else make the decision for you. That doesn't so make sense. I hadn't thought about that. There are a lot of stakes when it comes to my decisions. You know, mm-hmm. like some people will say mm-hmm. things to me like, you know, don't make a mountain out of a molehill or, you know, that's not a hill to die on. And I'm like, no, uh, I want yeah. all the hills. Like, oh, no, this <laughs> <Yeah>. is going to be, <laughs> this right. is not, this is not a molehill. Like this is the, uh, they're all mountains. Thank you. Yeah, totally. I think you'll get away with white. It'll be fine. Oh, goodness. Um... <laughs> Uh, our next segment is called what weird stuff are you an expert on um fives tend to be experts on weird stuff (laughs) what weird stuff are you an expert on i probably should have phoned a friend for this one because Mm -hmm. i'm sure that there are a lot of things but i don't Mm -hmm. think they're weird because they're just like my thing um, but the first thing I thought of was how I used to know random facts when I was a child. I guess this is a glimpse into like a five childhood. Um, <laughs> and I would be working on something and my dad would say like, how do you know all these things about Alicia Keys? Like, I'm just like spewing off facts, <laughs> like random facts mm-hmm. about Alicia Keys. He's like, are you working on something for school? And I'm like, no, I'm working on a, um, a report. And I had like a whole presentation on Alicia Keys where I had done like this, all this research on her and like people, just random idols that I would have. Like I did Layla Ali um, and Alicia Keys. And I think there was probably one more like Ashanti or someone random. And I would just do like a report on them. And I I was like 10 or something. Um, And I would just be spewing off random facts about these idols that I had. And everybody's asking me is like, is this due on Monday or... No, this is for fun. What do you mean? <laughs> that is yeah, amazing. Yeah, see, I was gonna. So that, was my, that was my first thought. I was gonna ask, like, maybe not being an expert on a weird thing, but are you like a super fan of anything? Hmm. Because I ask because um, one of my like good five friends in particular, she's not necessarily like an expert on. Um, anything like weird or out of left field but she just is she goes all in when she really likes something or like is a fan of it and so like if you ask her anything about like like Hamilton the musical or like the McElroy brothers or something like she just knows because she's just like (laughs) a hardcore fan so yeah no I would say that's definitely accurate I'm like that with everything I can't just like something and sometimes I'll go Mm -hmm. through phases where I like I really like it and so I'm gonna collect all the things and so like with books I don't just like books and have like a reasonable number of books like most people have like I'm I'm going to the book festival and I want to go get a signed copy and every time an author comes anywhere near Atlanta I'm gonna try to go and get my book signed and all these kind of things and then Let's see what else. Oh, like we were talking about earlier with podcasts. Like at one point I went through a phase where I was really into podcasts. And like I told Mm -hmm. you 
I looked it up and I'm subscribed to 61 podcasts. <laughs> and so I, I definitely like I'll get a knack for something and I really like it and I have to I want a lot of it or like colorful shoes or like right now I'm into statement earrings. And so every time I turn around, I'm buying a new pair of <laughs> statement earrings. And so it's just like, when did I start wearing earrings that were bigger than a stud? It's just funny because that's what I'm into right now. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just keep buying. I just keep getting that one thing so I can't just like it <laughs> yeah I have to go all out so like I don't just want the book I want to meet the author mm-hmm. and I want to go to the book signing too so yeah <laughs> one thing you mentioned that you're super into is crime documentaries oh that's true so we wanted to do crime documentary recommendations for every type Ooh, okay um are you ready yes <laughs> okay <laughs> we asked you to, we so. allowed you to prepare a little bit for this one. Yes. I appreciate that cuz preparation is my middle name. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I um, feel like crime docs are having a moment and it's true. And I, I I for whatever reason and I'm like just giving myself to them. <laughs> I'm like I don't I don't know if it's good or beautiful or true, but right. it's happening to me. Okay, well that's so good cuz everyone always makes me feel like I'm crazy and destined to become a serial killer when I tell them what I watch. So I'm like, I just can't, I tried to watch other things on Netflix. I really, really did. Um, and, and nothing would keep my attention as much. And so I just, I have to keep finding more crime docs to watch. That's all I care about. So, Okay, let's do it. Number cool. one. All right. So I tried to choose ones that were on Netflix so people could find them easier. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants oh, to nice. watch it. Um, there's one that I don't think is on Netflix, but the rest are. But for ones, I thought maybe they might like Evil Genius, uh, which is on Netflix. It's about this woman who had this whole like elaborate plan for kind of like a bank heist, but it turned into like this whole murder thing, but it was crazy. Um, And so I just thought like, since ones are so motivated to live the right way and things like that, I just felt like they would love watching and critiquing this woman and all of her like decisions. (laughs) Um, And just like, she did some really off the wall stuff. And it was just like, where did that come from? And I don't know. I just thought ones might enjoy looking at that it's like wow this is really nuts um, i can't believe that she wish that she would like, do this you know that she would do setting their this. inner critic loose on this lady exactly yes like they would just yeah. set the inner critic to go on this one woman and, and it would just be i feel like they'd enjoy that a lot and what about a uh, number two twos i were a little bit harder but i chose killer women which is on netflix Okay. Um, because they go into the women's like life stories and their mm, backstories yes. um, of the crime and things like that. And I kind of thought that twos might want to empathize with them because it's kind of <laughs> like their life story and how they got to this point because they go into the backstory more than some of the other ones do. I think that so, hmm. killer women for twos. That's spot on. I feel like my my favorite Harry Potter book is the sixth one because it goes into like Voldemort's whole like life and his backstory and that's why i love it so i think you're right about that i had a suggestion for two this is this i got really excited when (laughs) i thought about this one it might just it might only be on netflix i mean on hbo Mm -hmm. but it's called mommy dead and dearest oh i've never heard of that one and it is i will just say it's about like monk Munch, what is how do you (laughs) munchausen syndrome munchausen by proxy proxy, i guess yep Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, that feels very too to me, <laughs> where you're like, where you're like known for taking care of someone, and yeah. that is oh. like, uh, like oh. you make them sick so that they oh, can, you geez. can take care of them. Okay. Yeah. What about number three? 
for threes, I chose Wild Wild Country, which was mm. really popular on Netflix yes. a few yeah that a few months ago. Yep. Um, a coworker actually told me to watch that one, and I didn't think it would be something I was into at first because it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't as crime ish. Like it wasn't as direct. Like right. okay, like somebody died, and here's how they solved the crime it's kind a of cult. thing. But yeah. for right, it's a cult, and so I chose it for threes because it was just really impressive to me watching it it was just <laughs> impressive impressive and disturbing yes. yeah because they built this empire like yes it was a cult yeah we acknowledge that but it was still an empire you know and so i feel like threes would love that and they would just be really impressed with it we would just have to convince all of our three friends to not go try and be a cult leader right. like this guy and like get all this power and influence you know yeah so but that central character that lady is totally a three and, it feels like oh yeah I, I agree yeah i agree sheila was like, her name sheila. I think. yeah sheila, sheila. Right. <laughs> i feel like four in some ways is like easy i don't know anything what do you um, think yeah i mean i did feel like fours would probably like crime docs it was hard to pick one for them um, but true. I actually picked for fours. I picked the show that I'm watching right now, and I'm actually really enjoying it. It's called Encounters with Evil, <laughs> but it's on. It's, that one's on Netflix too. But it's super. It's super disturbing. But I thought that fours might like it because it's not your ordinary crime show. Kind of like uh-huh. it's different times, types of crimes and killers. Like it's by topic, sort of. Um, just because it's different, um, and there's a lot of feelings involved. Like every time I watch an episode, I feel like the producers just got together and said, "Like how sad and how and like how detailed can we make this?" Like that's that was the uh-huh. produ- production strategy. This is like how sad can this possibly be? Oh, so yeah. maybe fours can feel their feelings. <laughs> and then it's on not your ordinary crime show, so it's better than what everybody else is watching. <laughs> awesome. And what about you? What what about number five? Yes. Yeah, so so my fives. I chose my favorite because I feel like they might like it too. But mm-hmm. Forensic Files <laughs> has yeah, been makes on. Sense. Yes, has been on for forever. I mean, it used to be on TV, but it has had so many seasons. But for fives, Forensic Files really it hits all the knowledge points. Like who yeah. did it, mm. what they did how they did it, how forensic science solved it. Um, I mean, they try not to give you too much because they don't really need us going and building bombs exactly how this person did it or something (laughs) like that. But they get super close. Making your formulas for how to commit crimes. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, if you watch enough Forensic Files, like I have watched every single episode and I ran out and I didn't know what to do with my life, um, you could probably really know how to get away with the perfect crime. You really could. Um, So it gives you all the knowledge points. So that's why I chose Forensic Files for fives. That's great. Awesome. You can know all Num- the things. <laughs> Number six. This is, six this is, is hard. They're going to be scared. Oh, so hard. I know. And I'm, I'm going to scare everyone with all these. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> don't at me. Um, Cold Justice is what I chose for sixes. Um, that one's on Netflix too, but it's it's modern and practical. So I was thinking about sixes. Like I think I'm uh, suspecting that my mom is a six because um, they're really practical <laughs> and they kind of want to know like how to prevent the bad things or they think everything is going to be bad. Um, mm-hmm. and so I was thinking that sixes could learn what not to do and how to not get murdered because they go into the details. <laughs> it's just really practical. Yes. <laughs> so. That's perfect. <laughs> so cold justice is all about how not to get murdered. <laughs> well, because they're trying to solve like old crimes, but just the way they go about it is not the typical route. Like they're actually going around and like talking to people, uh, and interviewing, like re-interviewing people who might have known about the crime like 20 years ago and they lay it all out on a board kind of. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. 
every time I see it, it's just kind of like the way they go into the details of it. It's like, okay, well, if this person had kind of skipped this step in their life or they had not uh-huh. talked to this person or like this one <laughs> thing, like you kind of get these steps, like maybe they would still be alive kind of thing. So I thought uh-huh. that sixes might like might be taking notes or something like that. Man, that is intense. Yeah. That is like that is like that is gonna create help. I mean, yeah, I'm just right I just there. have to say like real talk, sixes shouldn't watch crime documentaries. Like I don't recommend that to sixes. Right. I can't true. in good conscience tell you to watch that if you're a six. We should do a um yeah. a disclaimer before this segment, like just add it in. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe Well here's the disclaimer, right? We got to six and we just said the real answer don't. is nothing. Yeah. Right. So yeah. for sixes I uh, my recommendation is don't. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Though I will I guess this is a good time to recommend that one um Netflix spoof uh crime doc. What is it called? American Vandal. Mm. Oh, oh my dad keeps telling oh. me to watch that. You guys have to check it out. <laughs> okay. It is seriously way better than you think it's going to oh, be. Okay. I mean, I'm sure I will because I'm going to run out of things to watch eventually. I mean, I keep finishing a show that I like and then I'm wringing my hands. So. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, and it and it's good for sixes because it just make it's like it's the same thing. It lowers the stakes a little bit, which is okay, nice. Okay, this, that makes me All feel right. better. All right. What about sevens? Okay, for sevens, <laughs> I recommended The People versus O.J. Simpson, and I'm I'm counting this one as a crime doc. I don't care. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> That's great. That is really good. It's more fun because it was more TV drama style, uh, yeah. and so like I feel like it was okay. Well, this is probably telling more about myself than I would want to, but here we are. Um, <laughs> I watched The People versus O.J. Simpson during a time where I was actually trying to avoid pain because it was like oh. so crazy and up and down and I got really into it. Yeah. And so like I didn't wow. want to think about like how my life was going or anything and I was waiting for some decisions and things like that. And so I watched this and it just kept me from yeah, I was able to avoid that pain. And so I know that I have a seven friend and she talks about like doing, you know, getting into like things that are fun to try to avoid pain. So that totally. was my suggestion for them. Yeah. But it's still a yeah. crime doc. I mean, technically. So yeah, I would say so. That's, that's a great that is choice. A good choice. I love it. Yeah. That was, I thoroughly enjoyed that show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about eights? Okay. So for eights, this one was probably harder for me than it should have been, but I recommended mm. women behind bars which is on Netflix too, um, just because it's super in-depth. When I think of eights, I think of the, all the eight women I know, um, mm. and they examine the crimes like really in-depth in these shows. And so it goes into a lot of situations where the woman might have been a victim in some ways too, like domestic oh, yeah. violence or something like that. And so I just really thought that, I thought of the eights in my life like standing up for them mm. and empathizing with them, you mm. know? So yeah. Yeah, that one was harder. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about those crime documentaries where you really want to advocate for that person. Right. Or you're watching someone advocate. The one I watched most recently, there's that one called The Staircase. And it's all centered around the lawyers. Oh, that's on my list. Guy. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is a very long miniseries and it's great. And it's hard. It's like the, got one of the most like unlikable protagonists ever. Mm-hmm. But you also like just get the sense that something wrong is going on here and that like someone needs to fight for this guy, even though he's like super unlikable. Um, he's like a rich white guy who has everything he wants and he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's my eight recommendation. I thought that would be a good eight one because you're you you just watch a solid like advocate hmm. going at it for this yeah. guy, which is really cool to watch. Yeah, for sure. What that's a nines? good one. Okay, so I last feel like one, nine is a, a really hard. Yeah, one. that one was super hard. Yeah. and my first thought was I can't imagine any of the nines that I know would willingly choose a crime documentary. Like no. I feel like it would have to be a situation where <laughs> someone is like. I don't know. What do you want to do? Like, what do you want to watch? And they, you know, kind of agree yes. to it sort of thing. Yes. But I just uh-huh. can't imagine a nine, like, willingly choosing a crime documentary. But <laughs> I recommended um, Cold Case Files, which is the only one on this list that's not on Netflix. I don't even remember where I watched it, but I really loved it. But with Cold Case Files, they are all kind of, like, working together um, to try to reconcile something. And then at the end, just the way that they told the story, there's always kind of a happy as possible ending um as as it can be you know and so i feel like that would kind of give the nine some solace a little bit you know okay well the family at the end they got justice after waiting 20 years to find out what happened to their loved one Mm -hmm. so that's why i said cold case files for that one and it's not i remember it not being as gory or detailed (laughs) as some of the other ones are (laughs) that's good well everyone get out there and watch some murders Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like we've given you what you need now um, to go murder check it out. documentaries, <laughs> not yeah, murders. Some, that's what I meant, right? Obviously. Like, no, don't go to any live shows. Um. <laughs> yeah. Performance art. Oh, right. um, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, murder is bad. Okay, so our next segment is we uh, we changed it because we. <laughs> you don't have to say we that we changed one that was, it. We started one that was of bad taste, and we decided to to do a better one that is not that is not gonna hurt people's feelings or make people yeah, mad. Hopefully. So this segment is <laughs> hopefully this segment is called Nine Ways to Get Away with a Crime. Every Enneagram type has a specific way it gets away with crime when it does a crime. So <laughs> we're gonna talk about all the ways that they would get away with a yes. crime. A one. I'll start. <laughs> A one, <laughs> a one would um, just like do the crime so well. <laughs> a one would do the crime like super by the book and would literally make no mistakes and it would be fine. They wear gloves the whole time and they probably, they probably just like get away with it. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> Bethany, what about okay. twos? sorry um well no one is gonna suspect that a two has committed a crime because we're too sweet and nice um so so they just coast they they like do it in broad daylight yeah nobody suspects anything of them while they're doing it after they've done it i just they'll just fly under the radar they just like they're holding another lady's purse and they're like, oh, what a cute dog. And they start petting mm-hmm. it. And the guy's like, yeah, I love my dog. And then <laughs> yep. that's it. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Shannon, what about threes? Oh, threes. Um, I, I think threes would probably get away with the crime by saying how unsuccessful they feel like the crime was and how they would have done it so much better. Like they just be like... <laughs> Those, like those idiots like if i had done this crime i would have done this and i would have done that like who would commit a crime oh, like this way you know i love that <laughs> <That's beautiful. laughs> they, want to, 
like a competitive crime, like crimes, <laughs> you know, like it's just like, I would have done it so much better than this. Like there's no way I would have done it that way. So it couldn't have been me. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. But it <laughs> also means- makes me think of that, that they definitely get caught because they can't not take credit <laughs> oh, for yeah. that. Oh, awesome. that's true. Like if it, if it comes awesome up in the crime. news that's and someone's true. talking about how successful the crime was, they're going to go confess yeah. immediately. That's true. Just totally. to get the credit. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, fours, I feel like just make everyone feel so bad for them that they're like, they probably should have done the crime. <laughs> like their life's pretty hard and like they were in a unique situation and i mean if anyone should have done that crime it's the four yeah yeah Hmm. what about (laughs) okay well dang i feel like it's kind of similar to ones where they just would have researched the heck out of it before they did it they google search how to get away yeah they have like (laughs) All of the contingency plans, like every detail is planned out. Yeah, I think there's more planning with yeah, a five. It's compared premeditated. To a one, a one for like sure. gets it right in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In retrospect, maybe a one maybe a one does a crime like everyone thinks should have happened in the first place. Like they Oh the way they get away with a crime is like they release all the animals at a at an animal killing place <laughs> yeah you know like oh, an, like yeah. one of those episodes that say by the bell where the, like jesse spano right that's her she's the <laughs> kind of person oh, who does true. a one crime i'm way ahead but I, I as soon as you said that i was i could see my nine friends doing that <laughs> like that's that would be the crime like it's like a crime where it's like i'm helping humanity i'm helping animals so mm-hmm. it's it was it really that that's, bad yeah that's that, true yeah all right what about what about um sixes, Shannon? Hmm. Sixes, I think, would claim self-defense. Totally. <laughs> like, yes. I feel like sixes would be like, I was protecting everyone, you're welcome. Yes. Or I was protecting yeah. myself um, by committing this crime or something like that. And so I did it for your own best interest. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, I broke the window because of this reason or whatever. You know, I just, I think that they yep. would claim self-defense or that they were justified. Yes. Accurate. Yep, I agree with that sevens sevens would claim ignorance like they would be like wait i can't do that oh yeah (laughs) there's a law that says i can't do that yeah how is that illegal (laughs) it was really cool and fun i don't understand the problem here (laughs) yes i actually think this is working really well with the vagueness like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm really enjoying the vagueness. Anyway, if if people are getting offended by it, it's their own fault. They're filling in the blanks. Yes. Anyway. Right. Like we didn't we didn't say what sevens would do. They might have they broke into the skating rink. Hello, you know. Yeah, I was literally imagining them like they're going uh, ninety five yeah, miles doing per hour like in a fifty five zone. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, uh, Bethany. Eight. What about an eight? Gosh, how does an... This is easy, I think. Oh, I was thinking it's hard because I feel like they would just get caught in the heat of the moment, whatever crime they're doing. But mm. what do you think? Maybe you're right. I, don't know. I think it's the same. It's like they're claiming others' defense, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're claiming that they're, they're uh, you know, they were doing it because they were messing in. They, they did the crime because <laughs> they were messing with my little brother. <laughs> I have actually had an eight say that. 
pretty much verbatim to me. <laughs> that, like that's when I did the crime because they were messing with <laughs> my brother. I don't know if they actually committed a crime, but that that's what they said would be the situation where they <laughs> yes, their challengerness yeah. comes out more is when someone messes with their younger sibling. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Yes. Like they said that verbatim. <laughs> that's funny. Yep. Okay. Shannon, what about nines? You already said nines, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm st- I still feel like that was a really good interpretation of nines. Like, yeah. I still feel like yeah. nines, like if something is disrupting their harmony and like disrupting their peace, mm-hmm. and it and they don't feel great about it, and they had to commit a crime to like restore peace on earth. Ooh. I really feel like that's what you they know would do. what nines could do. They can just blame hmm. it on someone else, like and just because they were just merging oh, with true. someone when they committed the crime. Like yes. they were just going along with what someone else was doing. They weren't really doing it themselves. And so they just they just pin it on someone else. Oh, I think that's perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh it's time for our next segment. It's called Can We Make Enneagram Slang Happen? Well, I think Enneagram is caught on already. That's that's already I've seen that. I think yeah, hundreds Trump tweeted of that. people Enneagram. are using Enneagram. And then uh Enneafam <laughs> is definitely in the lexicon. Mm-hmm. Enya, oh yeah, Enya Slam is a solid one Enya we slam. figured out. Yes, I like that. Yeah, Enya Slam is the, the best one, <laughs> I think. And then, and then uh, Enya Glam, which Shannon, you would know a little bit about yeah. Enya Glam since you have a I fashion. I feel like I need background. to add it to my um, bio, actually. Hey, could you? <gasps> hey, you maybe. Should. My yeah, Enya Glam number is five. Yeah, and and you need to create. We need to get together for a bonus episode about a gl- any glam bonus episode one time mm-hmm. about which statement earrings for each <laughs> oh that's funny like who, who is like who even wants to make a so statement? specific <laughs> <laughs> i feel like our audience would like it yeah which is to say all of the women that listen to our podcast right. aka our entire audience our entire audience. <laughs> is, is that what the numbers say? <laughs> uh, it's pretty, it leans pretty heavily female. Yeah, that's For funny. whatever reason. Yep. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Guys, if you're um, out there. Yeah, guys. <laughs> where are my bros at? <laughs> Represent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Bethany, what do we have a submission? Okay, going? we had another submission, which by the way, I love that this segment started out with just Richard like saying ridiculous <laughs> things that everyone rolled their eyes at, and now people tweet us. <laughs> Wait, hold on. When was everyone rolling their eyes at my <laughs> um, suggestions? Since the beginning. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, but yeah. But now people are coming up with some really good stuff. And I'm enjoying it. So um, good. Becca M on Twitter, at Becca in class. She recommended any evangelist, someone who shares the good news of the Enneagram. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> And also, I like that. I love that. Any apologist, someone who defends the legitimacy slash value of the Enneagram to non-believers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well now I know what I'm getting to my coworkers for Christmas. I'm getting them like shirts or badges or something. Oh my gosh! Nice, for yeah. any evangelist. Yes. And what was the other one? Uh, any apologist. Yes, because they just did both of those today. Yeah. To the other. <laughs> I do both awesome. of those things like way too much. 
Yeah, me See? too. I like um, any apologist better than any evangelist, mm-hmm. only because I feel like it's a better like word fit, right? Like it flows a little better. And also, I think any evangelist is a little like it just creeps me out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like to share the good news of the enneagram with new See, people who have never. Heard when you it call before. it the good news of the Enneagram, <laughs> that just, that's not even true, Bethany. It's terrible it news. It kind of is, yeah. It literally starts with like, which one of the ways that you are terrible do you most relate with? Right. Yes. But there's hope. It's like, do you want all of the bad things about yourself laid out so you can grow? Um, yeah. Yes-ish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I, now I think about it, that's kind of how a regular evangelism works. I too, was just so. going to say, like, Actually but true. the gospel starts with some bad news, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're a sinner. We're yep. all sinners. It's really the same thing if you think about it. <laughs> Maybe we should just make a gospel track with the Enneagram. Yes. Uh oh. Agreed. And that. Shannon's uncomfortable. <laughs> well, the five, the five in me is just like, you know what? Like that would actually help explain it to people better. You know, like get it all, lay it all out on the table, yes. put all the yep. research on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, then if, if tr- they still say no, then we try. If you tell someone they're a sinner, they're like, they're they're gonna say one of two things: like, no, I'm not, mm-hmm. or they're gonna say, yeah, I know, that's fine, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. But they don't really get it until you start saying. No, but for real, like sometimes you uh, you are self-involved and and withdraw yeah. out of fear and uh, I don't know, like when you help or when you help people, like you expect something in return. Yeah, you literally. And if you don't get it, you feel like you deserve yeah, it or entitled to it. You do things to make people love you. <laughs> yeah, you manipulate people. Yeah, sometimes. Like, I feel like if you started just, like, getting real specific about their personality type mm-hmm. and why and the specific ways they sin, they're like, please give me Jesus. Yes. Good strategy. Uh, last segment. This is called Life Advice. Shannon, I know we've helped you enough. <laughs> <laughs> you, you helped me decide what to wear tomorrow, sort of. That's true. <laughs> but this is the specific part of the show where we give you life advice through the lens of the Enneagram because we're not experts, but right. we are obsessed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it makes sense. Good enough, right? Yes. Yeah. Is there something we can help you with? Okay. Every time I think of advice for fives, every Enneagram mm-hmm. podcast or Enneagram book, they always just say... Fives need to learn how to get out of your head mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh-huh. Or like express yeah. yourself to other people, you know, like feel your feelings instead of thinking them or something. Yeah. And I'm always so dumbfounded by that. I'm like, but how? Oh, like, how do yeah. I get out of my head? Like, where am I going to go? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yes. I, I don't know. I look like I live in my head, like everything, you know, analytical, very. I had a friend call me calculated one time, which was very offensive. Mm. But then I was like, you know what? She's probably kind of right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel so, like calculated is that term for fives that's like um, too emotional for fours or intense mm, for fours. It's like yeah. the trigger word. <laughs> right, I was like, oh, wow. Probably because of all the crime docs. I, when I think calculated, I think of like cold calculated. Oh, like, yeah. Or something. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, but I was like, no, that's actually pretty accurate because I am very calculated with all decisions or all thoughts or anything like that. So it makes sense. But mm-hmm. anyway, I guess my question is if you know how one can get out of their head and Mm -hmm. where i would go 
academic. Where do you go? (laughs) (laughs) Walk down. I actually have an answer to this because I I have struggled with being in my head. Are Um, you a five wing? I am not. Weirdly. It's just a thing for me. I don't know. I'm a, I'm self-conscious, I guess. So yeah. that's a big part of it. Um, and I have low self-confidence. Um, low confidence? I don't have good confidence. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Confidence in yourself? I don't have, I've always struggled with confidence in myself. So um, I'll tell you what is all about getting out of your head. Like you have to do it in order to succeed. And as a result, it's all about learning how to do it. And everyone knows what I'm going to say here, I think. But it's improv. I knew it. Uh, oh, so man. you have to do improv. You just have to. Just give it a try. Take oh, a beginner's wow. class. You'll be in there with a lot of other people who are freaked out too. And it'll be a really great. Like they will train you how to live your life in a mm-hmm. way that gets you out of your head a little bit. Oh, wow. And it's genuinely useful and helpful. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm thinking I'm like sitting over here going, wow. Well, partially because <laughs> I'm Southern and I have to like, I have to like interject with like, mm-hmm, you know, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, I've, this is not the first time I've heard that. Really? Like I think I had yeah. a counselor tell me that that would uh, probably be good for me, which is funny. Like I had a counselor one time say that improv would probably be good for someone like me to just, I mean, basically what you said to like not be able to think about it and kind of just have to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Richard, is that why you started improv? Did a counselor tell you that? A counselor didn't tell me, but it was a very big part. That problem in particular was a very big reason okay. I went. Because I'm an editor by trade, Yeah. and editing can put you in your head. like mm. Because you're constantly trying to let you stop and think and improve on something as it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's just like bad for you. In the long run, I that think. makes sense. So. I mean, in my line of work too, I can totally see that yep. <laughs> happening. Yep. So yep. no, that that helps. I should think of it, especially now that I'm in Atlanta. I'm sure I won't have any trouble finding. Yeah, I was actually uh, going to say there's probably like, actually a really awesome improv scene in Atlanta. Okay, well, mm-hmm. I'll get to researching on that. See what there. Sweet. <laughs> if nothing else, just read a couple improv books and like try to apply those principles to, to your life. Day. Okay. Well, Bethany said I can't buy any. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Well, Bethany, did you have some? Yeah. I mean, my advice was I was just going to say, like, talk to people more. (laughs) I mean, because I have several um, five friends and, and five family members, like my dad and brother, like I've mentioned are fives and I feel like what has happened in my friendships with those people is because I am such an extreme verbal processor like I don't understand having the ability to process something just in your head I I just don't (laughs) like I don't Mm -hmm, even understand mm -hmm. that but um but what happens is because I'm always verbally processing everything in my life with them then they do that in return and just over time we have like I have friendships with these fives where they share a lot of things with me and I feel like that's it's really good for them they may not need to share it with somebody but it it ends up being good for them because somebody else knows and somebody else can speak into whatever they're like overthinking or 
stuck in their head about. Um, and I'm sure like a lot of fives, I know I can be, can be very black and white thinkers. And so if they think like, oh, well, I have to tell someone something, they think maybe I have to share this with everyone. But for mm. a five, it might just come down to if you just have one good friend yeah. that you feel mm. comfortable exactly. talking to yeah. uh, and just expressing things to. Like, you don't have to tell the whole world, mm-hmm. um, but just don't be, I guess I'm giving the advice at this point, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. like don't be a slave to like figuring out, like thinking you have to have everything figured out before you can reveal it to anyone. Yes, like, yes. I think that's kind of what, what we tend to do. It's like I'll think about it and that's how we are in our head because I can't understand like you said with you don't understand internal processors mm-hmm. but the idea of like verbally processing something to someone right. terrifies me <laughs> you know like I don't mm. understand like I do have a lot of friends who are verbal processors and I just I'm looking at them like I can't imagine like I, <laughs> I'll talk to you but I was like I just can't imagine going to yeah. somebody with a problem that I have not you even haven't remotely, thought through like Right. Like I haven't thought through this and I just can't even imagine going to someone with. Right. So I have a five friend that I would verbally process with. And it was every time it was like he was watching a car wreck happen. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So what I tend to do, which I now that we've talked (laughs) based on what Bethany said, I should probably go a stage before that but what i tend to do is i'll call like a close friend of mine who has a pretty similar personality i don't think she's a five on the enneagram but we have like the same myers-briggs and everything but um i'll call her and basically i'm like okay so here's what i found and here's my problem and i think i'm gonna do a b and c but tell me if you think that i should do b first or c first (laughs) like i've already i've already (laughs) had like i already have what i'm gonna do yeah um so i'm not processing it with her Mm -hmm. i'm barely even asking for your opinion i'm just saying um that this is what i have you know and i'm just like kind of letting you know and you just tell me that if this is gonna make me sound silly Mm -hmm. or if this is gonna make me look dumb or something like that yeah um So, yeah. So we could probably stand to take it a step earlier than that mm-hmm. for fives. That might be the challenge for fives. Yeah. That's that's the end of the show, I think. Oh, before we go, shout what? out to Kelsey Fong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. wow, did you fail at uh, Okay, listen. I need to explain why this is so weird and awkward that I'm doing this now. Kelsey, my friend and coworker. This was, I just want to clarify for everyone. This was supposed to happen at the top of the show. And then it just didn't. Okay. And then the show ended. <laughs> and then Bethany said, oh, wait. We had a weird beginning to this show. I didn't feel like it was a good time. Anyway, okay. Kelsey, uh, she named our podcast. She came up with No Chill Enneagram, and I was supposed to shout her out a long time ago for that. And Yay, actually, Kelsey. I did, but then we ended up not using that episode. So, thanks, Kelsey. You're the best. Thanks, Kelsey. Um, I'm incredibly grateful. Me too. To Kelsey. Um, how much do we owe her? We owe her um a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kelsey, for making this show wouldn't exist without Truly, yes. It would just be called... What was the other... Can we talk briefly about the other names we (laughs) had? Yeah, sure. I think your first idea was like, oh my gosh, shut up about the Enneagram already. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the world's longest title. That's accurate. Yeah, it that is, is accurate. Really All of my ideas were incredibly long titles. Yeah. They were things like I think the um what what our like top of the show description is when the, we, <laughs> I think that's basically used to be what the title was supposed to be like. Yeah, a show about the enneagram where we get it all out of our system or something. <laughs> yeah, basically ten times longer than it needs to be. It was pretty clear when we heard No Chill Enneagram that that was the yeah. one. It was love at first. We sight. also threw around oh, like the irresponsible Enneagram, which would be pretty accurate. Right. <laughs> like extremely <laughs> accurate. Yeah, but then that makes it feel like there's high stakes and they're really on. Yeah, true. Anyways, yeah, thanks everyone. Like Get no out chill. there and do some crimes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or not. We're looking at you sixes. Yeah. Yeah, don't do crimes. No. Don't do the crimes. Sixes especially. Try not to do try, Actively try not to do crimes. <laughs> yeah. Sevens too. You guys both need to really try not to do crimes. Yeah. This has been No Chill Enneagram. It is hosted and produced by Richard Clark and Bethany Perkins. Edited by Richard Clark. Theme music is Max Flashback by Lee Rosevere. We want to hear from you. If you're an Enneagram number 9, 4, 2, or 7... Feel free to leave a review on iTunes. If you are a six, please only do this if you trust us. If you are an eight or a one, please do not leave us a review on iTunes. But you can feel free to reach out to us on Twitter, for we'd love to be challenged by you or hear from your overflowing inner critic. Our Twitter handle is at NoChillEnyapod. That's at NoChillEnyapod. Enneagram number fives. Please include us in your next exhaustive list of hilarious podcasts. And threes, you can just give us credit after we inspire you to do whatever amazing thing you're going to do next. If you're a number one through nine and you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast wherever podcasts are subscribable. This is an area code podcast.